This is Markus Hirvonen from Insomnium and you are listening to Sonic Perspectives. go today if i'm not mistaken you guys headlined your first ever appearance at a pretty prestigious festival in atlanta am i right it was pretty pretty damn fancy and very nice we were playing in the first day and the audience the attendance was actually really really good and when you was excellent and the staff was amazing and everything just worked out really well in that festival Cool. So, like, I, I, I was kind of wondering what your feelings were about playing in front of that crowd because, like, they're used to hearing, like, more, like, classic progressive and power metal stuff. And then here you guys were playing at Prague Power for the very first time, and you're at the very top of the bill. Uh, so I was wondering what you guys were expecting and how that compared to the reception that you actually got. Well, actually, we were just discussing about this after the show and that, in in a way, it felt like playing an opening slot for like bigger band. In a way, in a way that we had to like uh, win over the audience for us and uh, basically just like uh, try to perform at our best. And then eventually, the crowd decided to love us, and in the end, it, and in the end, it turned out really well. So yeah, it definitely wasn't a typical headlining slot for us in that sense. Although we were last in the bill, so it 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 was kind of funny, like uh, the shock the progressive progressive music fans in a way and deliver like more more kind of like metal show in the end. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it turned out really well, and it, it seemed that everybody was like really hyped after the show and. It was kind of, kind of like a small gamble in a way, but it paid out well. I think so too. Uh, I was there in that crowd, and I was there all four days of the festival. And, oh, and perfect. yeah, and the name Insomnium is like one of the names that kept bouncing around uh, throughout the whole weekend. I mean, a lot of people like they didn't know what to think of you at first. Only so many of them were familiar with you, but the people that were there, first of all, like the fans, loved every second of what you were doing. Uh, and then the people that weren't familiar with you yet, a lot of them were very, very quickly, quickly converted to your cause. And uh, and yeah, I think you made a lot of new fans la- uh, last week. That that's great you hear. That's that that what that was the reason why we were there. We were there, and it's it's great you hear that kind of feedback. Cool. It relates. Awesome. Yeah, of course. And like, I also noticed that you played Mexico City just like maybe a week or two before that. 
Now, like, I have personal knowledge that Mexico loves metal, and some of my most amazing concert experiences have been in Mexico. I want to hear your side of the story. I want to hear, you know, your, you know, your perspective as a performer, as a, as a metal musician, how things went over there for you. Yeah, we played four shows to- in, in total in Mexico before people coming to the Atlanta to play the Brock Power. But yeah, it was, it was our first time being in, in Mexico. And, uh, and the, yeah, the things were just as wild as you can you could imagine, like being in Mexico. And yeah, all, all the scale of emotions in the audience and in the crowd during our, sh- our shows were like amazing. People were crying and laughing and shouting and hugging at the same time. So it's, it was quite intense in that sense and and you could actually almost kind of feel it on the stage as well mm. although i'm buried behind the drums but anyways but but yeah it's it's a bit different than than compared to like us or like normal european shows so like that i i've heard that when you go even even more south south towards like brazil and argentina and colombia it just keeps getting more intense and more intense so i'm not even sure if i'm ready for it so <laughs> <laughs> oh come on man don't disappoint me <laughs> yeah. no like i, I have... yeah, it, it was it was great fun to play in mexico yeah all the all the shows were were nice some were better and some were well not not so good but anyway it, it was great experience and the people over there are just great and everything worked out really well Great. I'm really glad to hear that that was a good experience for you. Uh, what you said about South America, by the way, is true. The further south you go, the more psychotic the metal fans get. And I mean that in the best possible way. <laughs> All right. That's on the bucket list then. Has to be done. All right. Make it happen, man. Yeah, have to. So, so you guys are doing something next spring that kind of threw me for a loop because I see that you guys are touring with Omnium Gatherum in the United States. Yes. Now, I understand that you have a guitar player that is in that band too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the, the other Marcus, Marcus Vanhala, also plays guitar for, and he's the main main songwriter also, and the, basically the guy behind the Omnium Gatherum as well. And so... He will be sweating a lot during that tour, but playing headlining slot with us and then direct support it with Omnium Gatherum. So I think the other markets will be playing at like two and a half hours each night, marching all the way. But actually, this is not the first time we are doing this kind of like US tour because I think it's like maybe like three or four years ago. Cannot remember the exact year, but we did the same thing. So basically, Marcus was playing with Omnium Gatherum on the same bill as we were playing with Insomnium. So basically, he was he he's used to it already. But after that, who is his war that he will never do it again? And well, here we are, <laughs> four, four years older, but not wiser. Definitely, <laughs> apparently not, man. Is he okay? Yeah. Like, has he lost his mind? <laughs> well, I think he has some memory troubles at the moment because. There's no way <laughs> I would have ever thought he would be doing that, that again because he was so, so exhausted every night. But yeah, let's see how it goes. A bit, le- bit less boozing and more exercising and should be good, hopefully. 
Have you guys ever considered, like, instead of the two bands playing one after the other, both play together at the same time and just call it Omnium Insomnium? <laughs> yeah, that, that might be might be best for everybody. So, <laughs> well, one drums and then two drummers, so we could, like share the songs and it would be nice. It's funny this this whole like om, omnium thing because that was kind of like thing thing in Finland. There's uh, Enciferum also and Elenium back in the days from Finland. We all had the same similar kind of like Latin based names and omnium gatherum and insomnium rhymes quite well so there might be something into it so let's see if we can come up with something funny i i um, think that every finnish band that ends in um should all tour together just to mess with people yeah um tour <laughs> <laughs> cool so uh so you guys have a new album coming up uh like in about a month um, yep. Heart Like a Grave and well first off when you guys played last week in Atlanta did you guys perform any material from the new album? Yeah we played the one uh, one one song live that we have already released the music video of so it was called Valediction it's, it's kind of like a quite straightforward melodic death metal song more or less so it, it's kind of like this radio potential because it's so short basically so yes but that that's the one song we played played live and that's the only song we have played live so far from the album and yeah i think most of the fans that who came there for us they knew that we are gonna play one song and most likely they have also watched the music video and heard the song anyways before that and so it, it was kind of like treat for them in that sense and it's very insomniumish song in a way so it's not like really like a like a, a pointing out from the set or like anything like that so mm-hmm. it, it blended blended in very well i think so like uh i've heard people saying that you guys made a deliberate move to incorporate more so-called finnish melancholia into the new album yeah it's basically it started out as like lyrical like concept more or less finland is a land of melancholic and sorrowful old songs basically mainly mainly sourcing from the post-war era Mm -hmm. after the 40s and 50s and then then the the mainstream music or like pop music, if you wanna say, if you wanna call it like that, mm-hmm. they were like ultra depressing and very, very, very melancholic songs. And uh, but they were you know, like hugely popular, popular back in the days, and they still are. Like all the all the older older folks listen to those songs with the tears in their in in their eyes and joys in their hearts, and it's it's kind of kind of funny how deep they are in that in that melanch- melancholy thing in a way but yeah that was kind of like, like the inspiration with the lyrics and basically the the songs kind of evolved in that direction as well I, i'm not saying that all the songs in the upcoming album will be will be like kind of kind of in the in the in the sad mood but they are definitely some slower and like Maybe a bit sadder songs than we have written before, but there are, of course, the counter counterweights for that. There are that there are 
some a bit different vibes in certain songs. So I would be saying that it is it is actually a bit more diverse. It's okay. a cliche to say, but actually at this time it kind of is. Okay. Especially with Janny mode writing new, new stuff. So that, that that has like spiced things up quite a bit. So I'm I'm quite sure people will hear Janny's influence also on on some parts and some songs more or less. So, like, can you give us a little more detail about uh, about the diversity on the new album? It's kind of like this um, this one song, the outro song. It, it's uh, in a way, it's like dark synth almost kind of like song. Of course, it's it, we have played it, played it. You know, it has like really, really different kind of like Blade Runnerish like vibe going on that we haven't ever had in like any song before and it, it's it's kind of like a it's 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 a weird song song in, in a way but it, it sounds like us but at the same time it really doesn't like, sound like us so it, it's 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 really interesting and also i mentioned about yanni's role before there's one song mainly written by yanni uh, actually it is fully written by yanni and i'm quite sure it will pop out from the from the rest of the songs quite quite um, in a, in a really good way and it really complements complements the rest of the album and as i mentioned earlier there are like a, some like a slower and like sadder songs few in the mix but also quite light at the same time so i think that that's that's kind of kind of like new form of expression that we have like come up with on this album so yeah, it, there are some good basic old death metal songs as well in the mix. So I'm quite, I'm I'm sure people will love it. In my opinion, this is the easily the strongest Insomnium record we have ever done, and uh, I'm I hope that others will feel it as well. There's not like any plans of like diversifying it or like anything. Maybe maybe the the recording of the Winter's Gate kind of like opened the gates. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In a, in a way for us that we could like a, that like proved to us that okay there are no boundaries in a way that we can and we can like explore all the all the like the directions we we wanted so mm-hmm. I'm not saying that we, we we went like full on to like some weird weird um, directions but but yeah it, it kind of like opened opened the the treasure box for us in a way so in in a way that's we can like expand the tempo-wise tempo, like the timings of the songs, basically more, and we can play slower, fast, and and so on, and and also maybe even explore with the time signatures a bit more. And so yeah, but still keeping the insomnium vibe behind it there. So it wasn't like any, it wasn't like a decision that we are gonna diversify our material, but it just like it came out. So you said just a moment ago that Yanni has been contributing a lot to the songwriting, and that's really, really cool, because, like, he's only been in the band, what, just a few months? Yeah, officially, officially, like, a few months, but, yeah, he, he has been um, training with us with uh, about the new songs, and, of course, Yanni has been, like, a session, session player live for us for, like, many years already, so it's not that he would be, like, new to the band in a way, so... And now, just when we agreed 
together that that let let's cooperate more in depth. So and that that's when he like started to come mm-hmm. up with like new stuff for mm-hmm. us and like started to also arrange arrange some songs and contribute to the whole whole arranging thing. So yeah, it, it's been really fruitful so far. And, and so it, it it can only get better and better. So partly the reason why Yanni is in the full time member of the band is that we have toured with Yanni more than we have toured with Wille. Wille, Wille is quite tied up with his with his um, um, scientific ambitions in the University of York as uh, in the field of biology. So he's like um, like uh, pushing pushing that that um, field in his life. And uh, it it kind of like contradicts basically well not contradicts but anyway it's 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 really hard to like combine touring band life with your like a normal life aspirations if you would say so basically yeah the reason yeah it is most likely we are gonna play most of our shows with two guitars and maybe maybe on really special occasions we are gonna play with three guitars. For example, this summer, uh, in the some summer festival shows, we, I think we played like four or five festival shows, and we left us participating in one, and it came. It was like a really special event cool. here in Finland. So yeah, we we played live with three guitars, but most likely that that won't be the standard thing. So it will be more or less like. Um, special occasion for the fans and on the really so let's let's see how it forms up in the future but yeah most, most likely these like longer tours especially be, be done with like two guitars so, and it will be Yanni and Yanni and Marcus but uh, but we are still involved in the process uh, in the the songwriting process and in the recording and everything yeah yeah absolutely absolutely we we wrote wrote a few songs to the album and wrote, wrote lyrics and also, of course, recorded his own parts and it's, it's just as full-time member as we, all, all the others are, so it's it's not like he is, like, gone or like anything, mm-hmm. no, absolutely not. So it's it's more like collective now in a, in a, in a guitar sense, basically, but yeah, let, let's see how, how things things evolve in the future. Yeah, so it sounds like he's doing something similar to what Nicholas from uh, from Dark Tranquility is doing, where he's like involved in the songwriting process, involved in recording, but he has these other huge commitments that really can't, uh, you know, that kind of keep him from away from touring. Yeah, yeah, they are, they are certain similarities, for sure, absolutely. But um, it's, uh, well, we will be playing some shows, but um, I think Nicholas isn't playing any, any shows yeah. anymore, or Actually, I don't. I'm not even sure how the situation is with them, but but yeah, they are certainly like. Well, I think it is really, really cool of you guys to ask Yanni to, uh, you know, to join the band full time and to participate in the songwriting process. I think that uh, that speaks really well to the kind of camaraderie that you guys have. Yeah, absolutely, I agree, and he's he's a great guy and absolutely killer killer guitar player and fine gentleman in every aspect so we are very lucky to have him we really are are there three guitar players on most of the songs now um yeah yeah they are actually i i wasn't 
I wasn't present at the guitar recording sessions, but yeah, they, the guys have played each their own parts, and most likely they have like three guitars in every song, so something else. That's something else to set you guys <laughs> apart from the rest of the Finnish crowd. There are like, what, 10,000 bands per city in Finland? Yeah, it, we have uh, quite a lot of fan bands, bands in Finland, that, that is true, but it only means that they are... The Finnish population is so small. It's not that we have like huge amount of bands, but we are so few as a like a, like like a country so, or like population. So that explains yeah. it basically. So we are less than six, we are less than six million people. So that's that's like what like basic U.S. city or yeah, just so. about, <laughs> just about. I think there are more people in Atlanta than, than there are Finns. I think Atlanta is like is like eight million people. Yeah, or like you know, something. I actually had that exact same uh, conversation with Timo Koripelto about fifteen years ago. Yeah, <laughs> and he looked at me like I was nuts. Like, no, man, you can't be telling me the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is crazy to think, 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 like think about that. More people living in one single city than there are. That's the total population of Finland. But yeah, that's how it goes. And I kind of like got the feeling about that when sitting in the traffic jams for like hours and hours in Atlanta. <laughs> uh, nobody goes to Atlanta without complaining about the traffic. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was horrible. Yeah. yeah, it really was. Well, uh, so like, um, I, I don't mean to like really discuss other bands uh, with you, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, so like one of my favorite bands of all time uh, is Sentenced. And I might be a little crazy, but I think I hear a little bit more of a Sentenced influence in, in, this, in your new material, especially in the song Valediction. It doesn't sound like Sentenced, but I kind of hear some of them in the music. Uh, am I completely crazy for thinking that? No, they, you're absolutely on, on the right track, basically. And, and when you hear the hear the hear the rest of the album, I'm quite sure you're gonna find your find that that you were perhaps more on track than even with with the like the valediction. So yeah, they are like uh, well, kind of like a sentence ish vibes going around. And it's funny because Vesaranda, the the drummer. From sentence that also he uh, like directed and filmed the music videos for us also and did the covers. So there's this kind of like funny, funny link to like sentence that world uh, with this uh, latest album and also the like the ultra melancholic content content also kind of like um, mixes well with the sentence theme. So in in a way it's it's kind of like a this. We are honoring sentence in our own own way with this album, so in in a way that yeah, it it kind of like finally finally like went into this direction in a way, and then we we decided that okay, Vesa Vesa will be doing the videos, and like oh holy fuck, so this this will be nice. <laughs> we were actually we, we were actually like discussing about the uh, the name of the record that. Could we like build something more sentence and what vibes about to the to the title of the album? But no, we decided that maybe it, it would be too too much to actually name name the album to like Neverlast or something. So yeah, now you got me ex- really even more excited to hear the new album. Yeah, there are definitely some some 
synthesis vibes vibes going around there. Of course, it depends on how each individual like perceives them, but for us at least, we feel that there are like a lot of these slight nuances that kind of like could be also heard from synthesis material. So like as exciting as that sounds to me, I have to ask you this. So like, I'm already a fan of your music. A lot of it is already pretty depressing. You just told me that you are like making it a point to add more finished melancholia into the album. And now you're telling me that you are like, you know, offering more of a sentenced vibe into it. What my last question to you is, Marcus, is am I going to listen to this album one time and then kill myself? <laughs> no, that would be bad for business. So, <laughs> no, you <won't. laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure you will. You will enjoy, enjoy it so much that you are just gonna rewind it back to the start and listen to it all over again. It is not like the. It's not gonna make you feel bad. Usually, the melancholy just gives you good perspective, good perspective on things, and you just. Freely, 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 uh, like freely, free. Well, how would you say? Like happily go on with your rest of your days, so basically. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure it, it's not as melancholy as, like, for example, compared to like Crimson, the albums on Sentence. That that's like the that's a bit even a bit too deep for me. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's nothing like that. Not in that level, at least. So if you're gonna kill yourself, please don't tell it to us. So. <laughs> I'll I'll wait until I see you guys next year and then I'll kill myself. How's that? Oh, sounds like a plan. After you. (laughs) Each on their own. (laughs) Uh, Marcus, it's been fantastic talking to you. Thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. That's Marcus Hidewonen, drummer for the Finnish band Insomnium. Insomnium are set to release their new album, Heart Like a Grave, on October 4th in North America via Century Media. And as Marcus and I discussed, they will tour North America next spring with other Marcus's other band, Omnium Gatherum. We discussed the topic rather lightheartedly because that's what you do when you talk about Sentenced, but I want to make it clear that we do not condone or encourage suicide or suicidal ideation. If you find yourself contemplating suicide, we urge you to reach out for help. SuicidePreventionLifeline.org and TheTrevorProject.org are good starting points. Don't forget to subscribe to Sonic Perspectives on the Podblaster of your choice, and please leave a 5 or 6 star review just because I asked you to. While you're at it, you can like, follow, and subscribe to us at Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and you can always visit us over at SonicPerspectives.com to get your metal and prog rock fix. Once again, this is Master G. Perkalainen, and that was the Valediction up at the top, and we're going to ride you out with another fresh cut from Insomnium. This is Heart Like a Grave.
See? Sentenced.